This is Mission Qualphone, a monthly podcast that takes you inside the workings of our company, but not just the ins and outs of business. We look at the ideas and insights that make Qualphone truly unique. As a company, we are committed to being the best and making each person's life better. Join us as we get to know and learn from people from across the organization. What's their story? What have they learned? And how do they live out Qualphone's mission? Welcome to Mission Qualphone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to Mission Qualphone. Hello, Jeremy. Hi, Marisol. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I like when we do our podcast. I like when we get a lot of feedback about the previous podcast, and I like when they lead into the next podcast. So I'm very excited. <laughs> so so I'm assuming when you say that, that you've gotten some feedback from our last episode then. Am I correct? Yes, we had our CFO on and I we talk about, um, or I guess I talk about how a fear of discussing financials or presenting on financials or absorbing information mm-hmm. <laughs> about financials <laughs> and or just math or, you know, something in general. And that struck a chord just because compared to the number of downloads and the number of people that reached out to say, you know, tell me a college class that they, you know, failed or, oh God, there was just so many stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so that's, that hit a chord, you know, that hit a chord. I'm, I'm not the only person out there that has that issue. And I, that perfect, that leads into our guest because I was alluding to someone, mm-hmm. um, who may or may not have had a similar experience to me. And I didn't say her name because I didn't know ahead of time I was going to share that story. And I was telling you off mic that I just thought it was super sweet because our podcasts go through this huge approval process. People listen to it. I mean, it's out there for perpetuity. We want to make sure that we're presenting Qualfun in the best light. So, And sometimes it's hard for you and I to really do a good assessment sometimes mm-hmm. while we do, you know, do the interviews. And ev- almost everyone who listened to the podcast knew who I was referring to. And <laughs> they were also like, have you checked with her? Has she, they were super protective. Everyone wanted to make sure that she was going to be happy with me alluding to, <laughs> to her. And I just thought it was just so sweet. I just thought it was really sweet because it was almost everyone knew who, I was talking about right and everyone was like and, and then it was just full of compliments like yeah you know, should we say who it is now that <laughs> yeah we can probably reveal we can reveal who this person is that we alluded to last time do you do you okay. do i get to reveal or do you get to do the big reveal i think we should just bring her on I okay think we should just bring her on to the podcast because introduce her and bring her on because I, she has such an amazing story, and I just I cannot wait for people to learn all about her. Well, great. Well, our guest today, the fairly newly minted site director of our Holland, Michigan site, Sarah Carpenter, is joining us today. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you guys? I'm excited. We were kind of teasing you before the, the podcast about your email at four in the morning. <laughs> with your very detailed notes for this podcast so can i jeremy i have to tell the story of how i know her yes please do 
we have a Toastmasters club for Qualfun. Qualfun, you know, of course, again, another opportunity to, you know, self-improve. Toastmasters is a public speaking group, and we started a charter last year. And so that's how I met Sarah in Toastmasters. And it was before her promotion, her recent promotion. And she immediately, like from day one, threw herself into speeches, threw herself into being, you know, the lead for a whole meeting, would come in with a theme, everything was broken down, like the level of detail and the thoughtfulness that she was putting into this fun club experience, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) it's just like, in my head, I'm like, she's a rock star. Like, I, I am really not great at resume reading. Like I, I, that is a skill that I do not, I, I've never been able to decipher um, from paper how someone's going to manage or what kind of career they're going to have or if I could work with them. But when I experience them in a, in a setting, immediately I am really good at saying, hey, this person's a rock star. And I'm almost 100% always right. So <laughs> I think Sarah is a rock star. And um, I can't wait for people to, to hear all about her. I'm sorry, Sarah. Am I making you blush? <laughs> a little bit. But I'm thinking to myself, some people think my detail orientation is is awesome. But some people find it incredibly annoying. So <laughs> there's two sides to it. So, okay, this is my advice to the ones that find it incredibly annoying. <laughs> Take it with the intention that this is how yeah. she's processing mm-hmm. and giving you all that information. Absolutely. Um, no, so tell us about your story, because I think it's really interesting. You, you just got promoted, I think in the last, is it maybe six months? Yeah, in late December. So yeah. Okay. And I think it's really interesting. So could you tell us how you ended up at Qualphone? What led up? I think it's a really interesting story that you have. So could you share that with us? Sure. So 1999, I started as a call center agent in Lansing, Michigan. And I worked my way through that company, team leader, supervisor, ops manager, account rep, training, quality, knowledge management, et cetera got to the end of, of that rope and I started with Dialogue Direct in October of 2016. And I was hired to support one of our key accounts in Holland. And after about a year, uh, that was boring me. So <laughs> I asked if I could take on a, a side job of standing up a knowledge management capability for the company. And uh, Doug Wells, he, he laughed at me and said, okay, I guess. And he literally has been supporting my dream ever since. Uh, last December, I accepted the opportunity to be the, sur- the site director in Holland. And the cool thing about that, the really cool thing about that is 18 years ago, when my daughter Keelan was just a baby, I had the opportunity to be considered for the site director um, at the call center I was working at in Lansing. But I withdrew my application because I wanted to be fully present as a mom. And I knew you cannot be a site director uh, and think that you're just going to work eight hours a day. That's Mm. just not how it works. So one semester into college, and that is when this opportunity came up. So no one can tell me that this wasn't meant to be, Mm. right? Um, It was time for me to get to do the one thing I hadn't done, which is what you guys have been alluding to, and that's finances. They absolutely terrify me. But I was, I have like literally the best mentors at this company um, in that space. And 
I actually have a really funny story you want me to tell you? Yes. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. Okay. So in my first month as site director, I was given the opportunity to present um, our financials to um, our top executives at Qualphone. And my task was to be to discuss the negative EBIT and what I was going to do to resolve it. And in working with my mentor, she asked, well, do you have any questions? Uh, I said, I just have one. Uh, what does EBIT stand for? <laughs> and in stunned silence, right? Um, but here, the good news is I was able to learn what EBIT stands for, earning before interest in taxes. And I also am now capable of looking at our financial statement to see where I can find savings and put those things into play. So I've grown in five months, which is the great story, right? I'd love to give a shout out right now to, to my leader, Mike Lee. So I've been doing, you guys know, I've been doing this for five months and, mm -hmm. and I really have been putting a lot of effort into learning as fast as I possibly can, right? And I have a trip to Poland at the end of this month and I had in, I had thought potentially I would need to cancel it because there's just a lot that still needs to be done and not only did he tell me you're gonna go on your trip, he actually scheduled a meeting with the person that he found to be my backup to push that that is what I was going to do. Mm. And it's that means so much to me to know that he doesn't just say, I want you to take this trip. I, I don't want you to cancel it. He actually is putting into action supporting it. Um, and it's given me a lot of peace, right? But that is because he is living the mission. That's awesome. And so I'm going to interject my little story about Sarah, too. And so here's a little peeking behind Jeremy's curtain here. <laughs> I struggle and ask Matt Carlton, who's my partner in crime, organization, project management, those are not my strong suits. So my first introduction to Sarah was Matt and I got on a call with Sarah when she was still managing the, the knowledge base. And she basically, she's a project manager. And Matt and I both got off that first call and Matt's like, well, she's all over this. She's on top. We don't have to worry about a thing. She's going to keep us in line, which is exactly, that was his way of saying when he said us, he meant she's going to keep Jeremy in line because that's what I struggle with. And so my first encounter with Sarah was as she was managing a project we had within the knowledge base. And so fast forward to last week, Marisol, when, when we're interviewing Jim and you mentioned, we hadn't mentioned your name yet, Sarah, but you're talking about this individual that felt like you had an inadequacy in this one area. And that just blew me away because my experience with Sarah was she was super sharp and super. And it just goes to show you that all of us have areas that we're strong in and areas that maybe we feel like we're not as strong in. But, you know, that's the value I, of a team, right? Is we work with people absolutely. that kind of compensate for those other areas. So, yeah, yeah I was going to say, we don't have to ask Matt. I, I yeah, yeah. yeah she, Mar Marisol, a few times a week, Marisol has to send me the follow-ups about, have you done this yet? Are you going to do this yet? So uh, but I do think that's what makes a great team is, 
you know, the diversity and identifying our strengths and weaknesses and leaning on each other and learning, you know, and seeing how just Sarah was in and just Toastmasters in a fun club. When I heard about the promotion, I was thrilled because I knew it was going to be great for Qualphone. I knew it was going to be great for her. You just know that this is someone who's going to do her best every single day, which you know, Sarah, I'm going to say, please don't burn out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, take care of yourself because you, you did mention about, you know, not taking that site director position years ago, you know, and I should add, there's plenty of moms out there who have been site directors, but I like you, I know what I left the workforce to stay home at one point and to come back is, you know, it's a pivot. It's a yeah. pivot. I, I still to this day will use terminology that as soon as I say it, I know, oh, that's not what we call the, this anymore. Right. <laughs> but I know that I can learn things fast. I will catch up. Like I've learned that about myself. And I, seeing you go through that, it was just very, I think, heartwarming. I think it's very inspiring to anyone who, who chooses to you know, take a, a pivot in their career and, and focus in, into something else and then come back. Like you can catch up. <laughs> you can learn what these acronyms are and mm-hmm. how to get the information you need to do the analysis that you need to do. So I don't know, Jeremy, there's no question there. That was more like a, hey, <laughs> pro woman. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Sarah, obviously the, the podcast is called mission qualphone so you know we're going to ask you about the mission so your thoughts about the mission you were part of dialogue direct and obviously the reason that qualphone acquired dialogue direct was there was already such a great fit culturally but i'm wondering since you've come on board and been part of the qualphone family now what are your thoughts about the mission That's such an awesome question, and it's a question I love to answer. So I'm a preacher's kid. Mm. Uh, I grew up serving others. I mean, that's what our family did. I definitely believe in servant leadership. The mission for me is comfortable, it's normal, and it's real, right? The part that I love the most is I get to be a leader at a company that has a mission like that, that's not just a frame, it's not just a word framed up on a wall. It's literally, who we are. As a site director, I get to go into every single new hire class and pump them up about the fact that our mission is real. It's it's not just words for them. It's actually there. There's an entire organization that's dedicated to being mission. Well, we're all mission leaders, but there's a whole organization dedicated to making sure we stay mission leaders, right? And the strides, their words that they're almost word for word the same as the words that I used in every single welcome to my volleyball program. And I was mm-hmm. a volleyball, high school volleyball coach for 12 years. And for 12 years, I hosted a parent player meeting where they both, both the parents and the players had to sign a contract that we were going to operate as a family, mm-hmm. right? We were going to be real. We were going to have good intrapersonal communication and good interpersonal communication. We were going to participate in volunteer activities in our community. We were going to encourage one another. So it's really amazing for me how in line 
my heart and the way I would want to lead is with how Qualphone is leading. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. And I, so, so I don't want to put you on the spot, but uh, one of the things that Sarah did that was really awesome prior to us getting together today is she, we always kind of send out some questions you know and we veer from those sometimes right but but we generally will give guests here's here's some of the things we're going to ask you and you replied specifically about the mission and she even put it in like a table (laughs) which is great but and you just alluded to the fact that you were a volleyball coach but you call it your volleyball theory your real life theory and and i can't I can't show it, right? But it's super cool how Sarah has laid out, you know, you've got these topics, you know, you've got fundamentals, you know, volleyball theory, we will focus 90% of our efforts on fundamentals. And then the real life theory is, if you can't get the basics right, you're not going to go far in life, right? I just love the way you've, you've made that. And I won't read the whole thing, but I love how you've taken that, um, experience as a volleyball coach and translated it into real life and so i'm going to ask you just about a couple of these i love what you say about mental toughness so tell us a bit about mental toughness for a volleyball player and then in real life oh absolutely uh first let's let's point out the table because everyone listening that's worked for me or with me will laugh at your comment about the fact that I responded to you guys because I think in tables. Some people think in words, some think in Excel. I definitely think in tables. Anyway, mental toughness. So as I talk to my volleyball players, right, we, I need them to see past a bad call or whether or not they're getting the playing time they want and whether or not they get to play the position they want. I've had several girls. I want to be the setter, but you're going to be the hitter because I need you to be, or you're real fast. So you're going to be my libero. You got to do what the team needs you to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And in real life, you got to be able to see past bad situations to the real core of what's going on. And at work, there's a ton of opportunities for me to mentor um, with people that I'm working with and that are working for me with running Holland. We have to assume positive intent, right? We always have to assume positive intent and we always have to look at the bigger picture and not just focus on what's happening right now in front of me, but why am I doing what I'm doing and what is the bigger purpose? So it's, it's very, it, it all aligns whether you're coaching volleyball or running a site or just being a mom in a family, right? That, that mental toughness is necessary. That's awesome. Cup on my table. Okay. You should ask me about it. The cup. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, That's that's a good one. So Amy Zartman, who has worked with me for 20 years, she, she speaks Serenese. That's what she says it, right? Serenese. Um, Serenese. <laughs> um, but she got me this cup called, and, and I'm literally still drinking out of it 20 years later, professional cat herder, mm. because <laughs> that is what I'm good at. Oh, <laughs> you're well, you're, I think you're good at a lot of things. I, I think you're very detail oriented. You're very thoughtful. Like you think things through. Like, and I'm saying this just just basing it on seeing you again at a Toastmasters meeting during a fun club. There's two things that I really appreciate about Sarah Jeremy, and one is um, 
all the things that I just said now, I don't, I don't, let's put that in one bowl. I would almost say, Sarah, like you have this drive to be the best version of yourself. That's what I see when, you know, you do your speeches or you run a meeting, like you really are, are attempting this uh, every day. And I just, I just think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then two is your openness with spirituality, which is something that, you know, I'm, trying to get comfortable with as I get older and I I just love how open you are in that so those are those are the like two things that I wanted to talk to you about in reference to working at Qualphone like how how do you feel like I feel that they are constantly encouraging us to be the best version of ourselves and how big of a concept that is almost in that spiritual sense oh absolutely we are given opportunities every single day to be the best version of ourselves. We're given the support that we need if we choose to pick it up. Right. And I, I'm going to say something here that I think it's important to note that the opportunities, the, the, there are things we have at our grasp at Qualphone to make us better as human beings and better in our careers, but we have to choose to pick them up. Mm. Right. We're not getting spoon fed here. So it's important that people understand that just because we're saying we have this amazing company and there's all these opportunities, there might be people thinking, yeah, right. Well, there are, but you actually have to put your effort into it, which goes back to what you said about me, Marisol, and, and you're tr- it's true. Like, I am not going to let an opportunity go to waste that's mm-hmm. in my path. Um, and then that goes to my spirituality. I believe that God made me exactly as he wanted me to be and it is my job to use that to its fullest potential and anything less is really disrespect in my mind to god so that's why i am the way i am (laughs) yeah no that is awesome and you know anyone that answers questions in a table format you know, they <laughs> they think, they put some thought into it, Marisol. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I I think, I, I don't want to keep complimenting you. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> say something mean. Yeah, say yeah, something mean. Right. <laughs> I, make, I make Doug Wells say blah, 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 because I don't want to hear any compliments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> hold on. So one of the questions we always ask is about you know, what advice you would have for people. But I think you've kind of already given that with your your previous answers about, you know, taking the opportunities. And so I want to kind of go more to, I think, something that you and I have in common, which is we referred to earlier as well, is that those pivots in our, in our careers that sometimes we take. And I find it uh, very inspiring that you have come come back and you're you, you know we're both kind of in a similar situation of like our children are older in college what do, you know the past is the past <laughs> what does the right. future look like and I just I find it very inspiring how you're just so driven to continue learning and, and growing and self-developing and I want to know does that also come from your spirituality is that your coaching background in your DNA like how where do you get this inspiration from? Well, I believe uh, that our my generation of women, we, we grew up in a really unique space, right? 
our mothers had opportunities our grandmothers didn't dream of. My daughter has a view of the world that I I need to be taught by her sometimes. And I see my role as a woman in the workplace to honor the women that came before me while staying open to learn to the women that are coming up behind me. And I want to say that I have to remind myself and the others around me that we're enough. We're always enough. And listening to our own gut and trusting our own gut and knowing that it's really never too late to chase any opportunity we want to chase. Right. And so for me, it was, we get back and we laugh a little, it was, it was financials. I've never done financials and I've, I've wanted to do that for a really long time. And yeah, I'm 46 and I, I could stay on an easier path in my career than to choose to be a site director, but I wanted to really utilize my mind for all that it could be. And, and that's what I'm doing. So I love that I have that opportunity at Qualphone. So unbeknownst to, I don't think Sarah knows the story. I, uh, but Jeremy, you kind of know a little bit. I, there's a couple months ago, I was just in this really, um, in this position of trying to figure out what I wanted to do for my career, like this whole idea of total vocation. And we weren't recording the podcast and there were a couple opportunities that were coming my way inside and outside the company. And I was just not in a good headspace and I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, um, so, <laughs> and I couldn't really talk to mentors about it cause it, it, it was like my decision. It, it was like a big girl decision mm-hmm. and Jeremy knew a little bit about it. So I was kind of just in this nebulous point in my career and I was praying about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to do what people's going to do. <laughs> I'm going to pray about it. So I was praying, I was praying. And I was like listing out the things that I was doing for the company at that moment and uh, the podcast included and other projects I was working on. I was like, if this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, just please let me, give me a sign. (laughs) 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 Give me a sign because I I think it is, but then there's this other stuff and more money, more opportunities, like what help, give me some guidance. And um, because in my gut, I kind of felt like I still wanted I, this what I was doing is what I wanted to keep doing and um, like after that morning and that I prayed it was really early I get a, a ding from Sarah <laughs> so super early and it was this really beautiful message that about you know she was I think she was thinking me about Toastmasters or, or I'm not even sure it was about, about the story about how she had just had her presentation with all the sea levels and, and the thing that she was talking about and it was this really nice message and like immediately I teared up I got goosebumps because I that was my sign and I think I said did I not reply back to you Sarah you did yeah and that was like that was but I like, didn't I, know that yeah I, wow <laughs> yeah I was like I, I was I was in this like moment of am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, is this, is this the way I'm supposed to serve? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And I, I had all these external, uh, you know, voices in my um, head and you kind of, that was the sign for me that like, and it, and the, here's the thing, the second after you messaged me, I think like right after that, it was like pop, miracles were just like popping, like all these other things that I started working on, places I got to go. I got to go to Cuatro Cienegas. I got to meet with our chairman. I was like, 
it's, it was like as soon as I surrendered to this idea of yes, this is what I want to be doing, I everything just was like choom, choom, choom. and mm. um, so I don't know. There's Sarah is a part of a little miracle. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. I just followed the nudging that I got. That's all. So tell us about you. You've talked about the podcast, but you. I think you you've listened to it because you've mentioned it to Absolutely. me. Absolutely, um, every episode. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thank you. But you shared something about a, a particular episode. Do you yeah. want to tell us that story? Absolutely. So episode nineteen, the divine timing with Abel Cruz. I I was in my car. I will, I'm never going to forget. I was listening and I pulled into my driveway and I didn't even go inside of my house. I just sat there in the in the car and cried because it moved me so much to work for a company that is consecrated. Like that it's amazing, right? It's it's unheard of and it's real and it makes me so proud to be a part of this company and to be a leader for this company. When the job is really hard, right? You you think about that and you think about how unique Qualphone is and it just, it makes things easier because I know that there is a bigger purpose here than just showing up and getting a paycheck. Sarah, thank you so much for 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 being our our mysterious guest right we finally got to reveal who you were in this episode and it's been awesome we appreciate all your hard work i appreciate your organizational skills i've experienced it firsthand uh and i don't think anyone in the company was one bit surprised when you were announced as the site director in holland but thank you so much for coming and uh it was it was great talking to you today. Thank you. This is really, it's just an honor. It's an honor. So oh. thank you. See, I was really, I know, I feel like I fangirled a little too much, uh, you know, during this interview, but I was really excited to highlight Sarah. And I think I couldn't find the word during the interview, but now I, the word that comes to mind, the reason I really am a fan of hers is she's incredibly authentic she yes. shows up in you know the best version of herself as as much as possible and um i i'm happy that she came on and shared you know <laughs> i thought that story about ebit was uh awesome yeah awesome. it was it was great she's one of those people you know how there are just there are people that you can tell that in a crunch time in a trial in a crisis there are people that you just want around you, right? And Sarah yeah. strikes me as that type of person that would literally be in the trenches. And I would want her during the apocalypse. Totally, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> totally. Or during the zombie apocalypse. Totally. <laughs> I would want Sarah on my team. Yeah. Well, um, and I am. I would love everyone who listens on my team as well, because thank you so much for, for listening to the Mission Qualphone podcast. Uh, Sarah said it was an honor to be, it's an honor for us to do it. And um, I'm really grateful that I get to do this as, as part of my job. I agree. Thanks so much, Marisol, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mission Qualphone. Remember, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe. And we'll see you next time on Mission Qualphone.